Hey, bestie, I am back with another spicy combo to add to your collection. Join me on this mic drop combo with hype woman, wellness pro, and keeping a real life coach, Angela Gentile. Angela is from Western Massachusetts and is the founder of mindful fitness brand Sweat Remix. I really love chatting with Angela, and I know you are all going to love this topic. So grab some snacks and tune in as we talk about breaking generational chains, what it takes to get there, what holds us back from being that breaker of the chain, and how you can do the thing from that place of self-empowerment. All right, Angela, thank you so much for being here today. I cannot wait to start this conversation. And I'm just honestly going to dive right in because that's what I do. We about to dive in. Oh, should I harmonize that? I should have harmonized that for you. Yeah, what up? I'm excited to be here. I'm like, I think we need to just say I, I found you. We met online and I was like, yo, we need to be mm-hmm. friends like stacked. Yep. Like same vibe, yep. same energy. So like I'm really excited to talk some shit today. It'll be good. Yeah. <laughs> Did we just become best friends? Yup. 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 (laughs) (laughs) All right. So I love the conversation we had and I want to dig into it. We talked about being a chain breaker, breaking those generational norms and recreating yourself. So I want to ask you, what is a chain breaker and what were some of the things that you had to add to your toolbox that maybe weren't given? Gosh, I think a chain breaker is literally someone where all of the bullshit stops with you. I think there is a level of consciousness that for whatever reason, you have been like the chosen one to see and to act in a way that the people before you couldn't, haven't, weren't able to. And I think if we look at that as like a historical timeline, especially as women, we just have the ability and the opportunity to break things that a lot of our parents and grandparents and women before us just did not have like the physical capability of doing right like owning a bank account or getting a loan or or things like that so i think breaking the chain of the cycle of abuse the cycle of generational lineage the things that aren't working anymore right because i think when we look at it like each generation gives you like a torch and a toolbox and they bestow it with you with the best of their ability and sometimes you look in your toolbox and you're like nothing's there I have nothing to tackle this situation. And it can either go two ways. You can say, okay, well, I guess I'm not going to tackle this situation. Or you choose to level up and continue to increase the generational like viability, right? Like you're just leveling up what they've given to you by resourcing something for yourself. Yeah. That would be how I would like define it as someone who's just deciding for whatever reason to be more conscious and more elevated to change and to shift than the people that came before them. Yeah, I love that. And I think sometimes handing over that torch can kind of come at a time in our lives where we just feel so frustrated and (laughs) so lost in our own journey of who we are. So like, what was that point for you where you were like, hey, like, what the hell? Like, I need to make a change here. I think, yeah, I think that the world, like you're saying, like, when we are faced with like the most frustrating situations where we're so upset and depressed and miserable and whatever that behavior that's showing up that we're like, I hate this. That's the information you need that something ain't right. And it's time to, it's time to move like where you are and what you have, like, isn't working for you and you have to pivot and it's time to level up and we can resist our own level up and we cannot listen to the little taps 
because I think life starts off pretty kind, right? Like, yeah, it's just little baby, baby love taps of like, hey, girl, that you want to do that. Don't make that choice. And we're like, nah, <laughs> fucking fine. It's all good. All right. Fuck what that. do you know? <laughs> yeah. And, and I think because we're I don't know, like for me, I was young. I was in my 20s and I was like, no, I'm going to make this work because someone told me. Right. When we're talking about like what you've given in your toolbox, this is like what I was told my path should be. Yeah. And I was like, I felt it like in my bones that this wasn't it. But I was like, well, everyone's smarter than I am because they're older because we're I'm an elder millennial who's been taught deference and to shut the fuck up and to respect people who are older than I am. So they must be right. And I must be wrong. So let me just self-abandon what I know to be true. So there were little things along the way that I think will tap you and, and kind of pique your curiosity about changing course. And we don't listen. And then some shit goes wrong. And we may or may not listen to that. Yeah. And then the world will like up the ante, right? And it'll be like, all right, bitch, you're not listening. So we're going to really fuck your life up. And the thing that happened to me that was like a cataclysmic event that divided my world and my life in half is when my dad died suddenly. And I was, it was in that moment that I was like, yo, I'm not happy. I was angry. I was in a job that I hated. I was dating like the same dude over and over and over again, who was just like a different iteration of my mother. Yeah. And those fucking behavioral shits. So I didn't know what I didn't know. And I wasn't ready to face it. And I just kept like going on the hamster wheel over and over and over again, deep in my victim story that like, oh, I don't know why this is changing. Oh, I'm just going to go try harder. Fuck everybody. It's not me. Right. Can't be me. I'm not the common denominator. And then when my dad, (laughs) yeah, right. Then when my dad died, I was like, yo, I have no more space in my life to grieve this, to feel this and to go back doing what I'm doing. There's no fucking way. If I've, cause he died suddenly from an aneurysm. So I was like, yo, if we get like one life and it just ends, what the hell am I doing? Yeah. Why am I continuing to put myself in a, in a position, in a life where it doesn't work for me anymore? And I was like, this isn't it nothing's working. I don't want this. And I literally like came out of the ashes, like naked and afraid, like a fucking Phoenix. And I was like, I have no idea what I'm doing, but I'm stepping forward into an entirely different life. And I will build whatever I need to build on the way down. And I will find what I need to be happy. Yeah. So that's sort of the long-winded answer of what you're (laughs) Yeah. No, I love it. I mean, that's what we're here for. Long-winded shit. We love long-winded and I think what you touched on is so important. And that was like a wake up call for me too. Right. Like our stories just resonate so much. Like I lost my husband's father passed away. And to me, that was like my wake up call. Like here's a man who definitely was not ready to die. Nope. And what what am I doing? Like, what am I doing with my life? It, it just shows you how precious life is and how we only have this one lifetime to really live out yeah. our purpose. And Absolutely. we know, like, we have that feeling deep within us. I, I know every single person does because I know even at my lowest of lows. You knew it wasn't right. I had those moments. You knew it. You right. knew like, it. I knew, like, shit was fucked up. And I'm like, I got to make a change. But I just didn't know how. And really, it's not that I didn't know how. It was just I knew how hard it was going to be. Yeah. I knew how hard it was going to be. And it was scary. So, like, what do you say to somebody who is, like, in that fear of, 
I know my life needs a change. I know I'm meant for more, but what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) I think, yeah, what the if you're having that conversation, congratulations, because once you know it, you can try as hard as you want to put Pandora back in the fucking box, but it's not going to happen. You've already recognized that, that this isn't it. You've already recognized that, say, your job isn't working. Your marriage is over. This relationship with this friend is toxic. W- whatever the case may be, right? Once you decided on that, you've already like put the, the wheels in motion. And I think the more that you resist it, the more you will co-create your own suffering. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I think the thing that you can do is just acknowledge that you're already here. And I think the way that you speak to yourself matters rather than say, I don't know what to do. No, you do. You actually do. I think the journey is not necessarily second guessing yourself, but finding a way to continue to honor your intuition because you already know if you're like, oh, I don't know what to do. Yes, you the fuck do. You absolutely do. What the problem is, is I I'm having I'm being challenged to trust my intuition. I'm being challenged right now to find a path connected to what I know to be true, because that's the journey now. You can't deny that you already know what you need to do. You saying, I don't know what to do, just keeps you like building treads on like on. You remember that? You remember like we're all the same age here. You remember that thing at the playground where it was like hot metal on a summer day and it was like a a merry-go-round? Oh, yeah. And you would hold on to it and then you run and then you'd like barely jumped on and if you couldn't jump on you're like hovering your legs and you're like i can't fall i can't get (laughs) off right i'll die i think when we're when we deny the journey and we when we get stuck in our victim story that's us hanging on for dear life on a merry-go-round but you do know that you just have to get off you just have to get off like just fall (laughs) it'll suck for a little bit but you'll be all right. It ain't going that fast that you're yeah. you're not going to break an arm. Just let go. Let go and let the world kind of help you change course and redirect. Because the journey now isn't saying, I don't know what to do. The journey is now trusting yourself so that you can co-create a plan. Because yeah. if you change from I can't, there's no solution to I can't. When you start saying like, I'm challenged by this and I'm figuring out a way, you are welcoming in a solution. So your mindset and the, the words matter, they're vibrations. So what you're saying is what's opening up an opportunity for you to actually step forward into something that is more aligned and something that is for you so that you can start breaking away from these old patterns and habits and shit that like you were indoctrinated into. And you're like, wait a second, this doesn't work for me. I'm in my thirties. Done. Say it, claim it. Yeah, claim it because there's there's an opportunity for you to move forward when you when you really pay attention to the semantics of your language. Yeah, and I think knowing like is it going to be easy? No, like it's not. <laughs> going back to the the merry-go-round, it, it's going to be hard to shift that tide. It's going that one way super fast, mm-hmm. and we're in the thick of it. We do have to just let go or slam our feet on the ground and say, "Hey, like I'm done living this way. Like I need yeah. to start rotating in the other direction." And it's really hard at first, right? Like it takes a lot of effort, but the more you're consistent, the easier it becomes. Because it really is a a black and white choice. Like I, and I get it, but if you're going to counter me and be like, but it's hard and it is hard and it's worth it. Because, you know, we're going to quote the queen, Brene Brown here. 
you can you can either have comfort or you can have growth, but you can't have both. You can't have both. And if you want to choose to stay exactly where you are in a life that's not working with things that are bringing you pain and struggle and frustration, if you want to stay there and be in those things, then you sure as shit better own it. Because you can't yeah. say that this sucks and I hate this and I don't want this and then literally take no deliberate action to get out of it. You can either choose it or not. Yeah. And and I think knowing at the end of the day, too, like the the only person that can really like we have our sources of inspiration and putting that intention out there does attract those things to you. And I myself was a perpetual observer. Like I was mm-hmm. a, an observer of the thing that was going to help me. I was observe observing the quote, observing the the book, observing the speech or whatever it was. Yeah. But I wasn't taking those things and like applying it to my life. Yeah. And that's what becomes like your toolbox, right? Like the things that you learn in those situations. And it's like, okay, I I, I kind of got to a point where I was like, I need to stop like observing these things and start applying them. And I and it's yeah. okay. And knowing like your observation phase is very much like a f- valuable. It's a it's a phase. Yeah. yeah. Stay there. Stay there yeah. if you need to. But then to take that next step to make those changes is to start applying those things to your life. Yeah, because I think what you're saying, like it, we all, that, that's part of being on the merry-go-round. Sometimes. I love that we're going back to the merry-go-round. <laughs> Fucking make a, make a t-shirt out of it. Because it's cycle and it's like, it's a cyclical, like this is what happens. Like I hate this, but I'm gonna come back around for a second laugh. Like it's yep. the same shit. So what the parallel is here is we can choose to get off of it, or we will be thrown off. And that's yeah. what I was saying. Like life will tap you. And and if you're not listening and you're not like, oh, okay, I'm going to make the choice to get off now. Maybe it's going to speed up and it's going to up the ante of like how difficult life will now, like painful, whatever else, you know? So I'll use my experience. Like, please do not wait until somebody really fucking important to you that you love with your whole heart and soul dies for you to get it together yeah. because the, the shitty thing is as as much as my as as painful as losing my dad was like it this has been a gift that he gave to me yep. which is to live the motherfucking hell out of my life and i'm so grateful for that and at the same time yo my dad doesn't get to see this version of me who's happy and grounded and alive and full of joy like uh, seven years ago when he passed away like I am a completely different person and I truly honor and respect and love myself and my life and I can't share that with somebody that meant the most to me I got the lesson and the pain in that lesson is that he's not here to like participate in it with me yeah so if what I'm saying resonates with you, like we get one of these things. We're all on borrowed time. Nobody gets out of this alive. And there is no greater time than right now to start making a change in your life, even though it is hard. And even though it feels overwhelming and you're in that, like you said, observer stage, what can you do? Rather than say, I can't. There's a series of events that can lead you to the end goal. All you have to do is say, what can I do today? What can I do right now? And that is the best possible course of action to get you where you want to go. You don't have to do it all tomorrow. 
But what you do have to do is stay committed to what you can do and really focus on what sets your soul up, what lights it up and where you want to go and where you want to be in your life. Stay committed to that. What can you do? I love that. Oof. This is spicy. Like, I'm doing this today. I'm in a good mood. Usually I cry when I talk about my dad, but today I'm feeling really grounded. Nice. You know, that doesn't happen all the time. Usually I'm yeah. uh, emotional, but I feel I feel good. I feel like he's here. And he is seeing what you're doing. Like, in, you know what I mean? Like, 100%. he is seeing what you're doing. And I, I believe that. And I think we all have. And that's what's so special about, like, receiving that gift and knowing that you chose to make that situation what it is to you because you could have chose to stay in that you lost your dad like in the grief and the things that keep you stuck but you chose to flip the script and say okay you yeah. know what what is here for me in this situation because he yeah. he gave me something in that situation and it is that life is precious and we yeah. only have this one lifetime so I'm going to make the most out of it and I'm going to start living life the way that I want to live it being who I need to be and doing the things that I want to do we're all given those different circumstances and and things happen to us. And that's where the shift happens. Yeah. When you make the choice to look at those situations and say, okay, what is here for me? Because like what you said, there's a there's a to me, right? This is happening to yep. me. Yep. Nothing's really happening to you. It's just happening. Right. Life just life's life isn't fair life's in fucker life's life's life in life's life in life's just out here just life in her life so i think when you're presented with something and the kind of going back to what we talked about in the beginning like when there is that rub and you feel frustrated like what is this for yeah. this is giving you an opportunity to level up to change course like it is here for you for your best self for your growth for you to feel better aligned in your life. So if you're like, fuck this shit, I hate all this shit. I can't believe this happening to me. Back up. Like this is a tool that you can add to your toolbox right now. How is this happening for me? Yes. So that you are not deep in your victim story where you start putting yourself in the driver's seat, turn the keys in the ignition and put the foot on the gas for you to start moving forward in your life so that you don't feel like you're trapped in the trunk. <laughs> Speaking of all that, how has your journey of rewriting your story allowed you to step into your success and what you do? Yeah. I think when you choose to get rid of the expectations and you sort of break that generational bestowment that was given to you without your consent and you start having hard conversations of like, what do I want? What do I don't? What do I, I don't want? <laughs> What what's a fuck yes? What's a fuck no? And you start honoring that and you start getting control. Like think of it like 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 an emotional yard sale. Half the stuff that we're given is garbage. Yeah. <laughs> and outdated and antiquated. And yep. I think like what I've done to really like move forward is is start to honor that. You know? Like I couldn't get here in my life feeling as good as I am and building Sweat Remix and building this business if I didn't choose to let go of what didn't work for me. So I, you just need space, right? Like we can only carry so much with us. And if you're carrying shit that doesn't work, it's weighing you down. You have to be able to free up space so that you can get better connected to what your purpose is, what you were put on this earth to do. And when you start looking at your life in that way and you start making it yours, life is really rad. Like it's really fucking rad. 
It's really rad. I don't stress out about nearly half the shit. I don't stress out about, to be honest, about anything. I really don't. Because everything is in my control and I've curated this life that makes me happy. So, yeah, I hope, I feel like I didn't answer that question, but let me see. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I think just, like I said, rewriting it in a way that works for you. You don't have to take it with you. It's all just a suggestion. Yeah. It's all just a suggestion. Having those tools that you cultivate it for yourself during the rewrite of your story is what enables you to do the thing. And I think a lot of times, and this like truly sucks sometimes, but it's it's so true. Like I always tell people to just stay in your own lane because nine times out of 10, a lot of the reasoning why who we are is because of the closest people around us. So if we're trying to take those next level steps and do things for ourselves that we've never done or something that's maybe not in the norm, or something that nobody in our family has done. You can't really go to them and say like, hey, I'm, you know, for support. As sad as that is to say, like, they are limited in in the way that, people are limited in the way that they can support you in regards to how they support themselves. Not because they don't love you. Right. But you're asking things from them that they do not have or understand yeah especially like when you're looking at your parents who are probably 60 and up here yeah the thought of of them conceptualizing that you make money on the internet is a like doing tiktok dances and shit mind blown mind bl- they have no clue they have <laughs> no like- clue that you don't like swing your lunch pail to the steel mill every day they just don't have they don't get it they yeah. don't get it And they probably won't because it also is going to conjure up a lot of like when you start leveling up and you start living your life, you are going to get a lot of pushback, not because people don't care, but what you're doing is shining a light on what they were never able to accomplish or see or be. And that starts rubbing up against a whole life of possibilities that didn't happen or that they didn't take advantage of. So there's a lot of resentment that happens. And a lot of this to just be unconscious. You're not deliberately harming anybody by living your full ass life. That's just sort of a byproduct of people who didn't yep. choose. So that. like, I, you know, like I always say, just stay in your lane, do your stay thing. Stay in your lane. Stay in your own use, lane. Use your toolbox. You got what it takes. And if you don't, like you look for those sources of inspiration. Like mm-hmm. I'm always surround myself whenever I'm like wanting to do something that I know is for me, but it's something that I've never done. I surround myself with people who've already done the thing Uh and I get scared, but I know that I have what I need in order to take me forward. And I know that I have that constant reminder that Amanda, nothing worth doing is within our zone of comfort, but in the same sense, okay, like we're going to get scared. We're going to get afraid. We're probably going to be like, holy fucking shit, but we're going to figure it out because we have what he, what it takes because we are, we're the chain breakers. It's what we do, baby. Right? Yeah. Because that torch has been given you, to you for a reason. Yeah. You're deciding to go in a different direction and you like can literally like visualize yourself turning around and facing everybody in your family and to do it with love and just say, thank you, but I'm going to handle it from here. The doors of possibility will open for you to find that community, to find your connections, to find the supports. Because people can't, like you said, people will not be able to support you in ways that they just don't understand because they don't need that support for themselves. So there's no way that they'll even be able to give it to you. Doesn't mean that it's not out there. Doesn't mean that you're less loved, but just go find it with people who fucking get you, who are also like climbing the, climbing the hill with you. 
You know, there'll be a lot of people who are sussing out on the bottom being like, oh, it must be nice up there. You're welcome to come and join me if you want, but you can't limit yourself and, and, and stop yourself from doing what you're doing out of fear, out of worry, out of loneliness. Like keep moving and you will find the people along the journey who are supporting you, who get you, who want to inspire you, who are reaching their hand back to pull you up. You know, it just might not be in your immediate, immediate yeah. circle. Yeah. And, and before we wrap up, I do want to, I, I, I love that you brought up having that community because I would love for you to talk about the community that you've built and what you do. Yeah, so let people know all about it. You know, let people know where they can find you as well. For sure. So yeah, I run Sweat Remix, which is a mindful wellness community. And we remix movement, mindfulness, and life coaching to help people really start taking agency in their life. And I created this after my dad died because I couldn't feel what I was feeling. Like I felt all of these emotions. I knew that I was like leveling up and I didn't have a place to go where I could just like be a fucking human and experience everything that I was experiencing in real time. Like I wanted to rage out and I wanted to never get out of bed and everything in between. And I knew that I had needed a change, but I didn't know what I needed. And I just needed to get connected to myself. And I couldn't find a way to move my body with people who got it who allowed me to cry and who allowed me to rage in the same space. So I was like, I'm just going to create this. So I did. Because I think when you start moving your body, you also start moving your energy. When you start moving your energy, you're just clearing out space for you to build conscious awareness in your body. So that is what Sweat Remix and the whole Zen Rage Heal process is about. Zen to get clear, rage, move and activate, shift your energy and then heal, reflect. How did that work? What do we need moving forward? How do we feel about ourselves? What do we now want? And just repeat the process over and over and over again. So it really is a conscious movement community that is badass and awesome and just vibing here. The people who come have done like the coolest shit from just being in this community and moving their body in a way that helps them get in touch with themselves. From going from a job that isn't working for you and stressing you out, just saying, hey, I want more for myself. And having a space with a bunch of people who are championing you to go and get more for yourself instead of talking you out of it is the most powerful gift that you can give yourself. So yeah, so that's what we're doing. And you can find me and come work out with us in a conscious way that helps you take agency, not just in your body, not just for your physical health, but for your whole damn life. You can take agency and power through a 45 minute fitness class of me telling you to do burpees and for you to like <laughs> release the bullshit and release the negative energy like yo you can go ask for a raise it's the same principle yeah. you can do hard shit in your workout class you can go do hard shit in your life so yeah. come vibe with us you can find me on all socials i'm even on the tiktok now which is kind of fun oh um, man i swore i would never do it i'm like that's for the kids i love it <laughs> I heard of it and I just watched like Harry Styles videos. Like, yeah. <laughs> I can get lost on TikTok. Absolutely. We've been going down like the Britney Spears, free Britney on the TikTok. Oh um, my, yes. All things. Get hours. If you have hours to kill in your life, like enjoy that along yes. with Harry Styles videos. Thanks. Yeah. So you can find me on all socials at Sweat Remix. Sweatremix.com is my website. I have different ways that you can work with me. So if you just want the fitness aspect, great. I got memberships and two weeks trial memberships. So you can kind of get a little taste that's on there too. And then if you're like, yo, I really like what she's saying and I want to go a little deeper. I like this mindset shit that 
she's talking about, then we can do a one-on-one breakthrough session too. It's all there. So it just depends on like where you are, how you want to move, what you feel connected to in that whole mind, body, spirit realm. So I got something for everyone. Nice. Tap in. I love it. Tap in. Well, thank you so much, Angela, for joining us. I love this. I mean, bombs were dropped. Mics were dropped. (laughs) I feel like I got to get like a little mic for podcasts when we do this. Just like be like, yep, mic drop. drop. (laughs) (laughs) But thank you so much, y'all. And like reach out, stay connected. There's a whole bunch of badasses just like you, people who are wanting more and people who want to level up and, and we're here and we got you. And you don't have to waste one more second of your life playing small feeling small and feeling unhappy come rock out come rock out come join us come join (laughs) all right till next time thank you so much for listening bestie if you love what you heard spread the word screenshot this episode and post it on your social media don't forget to tag your girl if you would like to show some further love give this podcast a review over on itunes and be sure to follow our empowered hype house community facebook page Super grateful for each and every one of you. Together, we create the next level self. Till next time, I'll see you in your home.